0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and that's right, everything else in between. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and you know it, I am joined by my good buddies, Justin Sandoval, aka Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shamato. Boys, how we doing tonight? Hey, I'm glad to be back on the the mic with you guys, man. Hanging out yes, down here sir. in the basement, you know? Yes, sir, Shimada?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're doing a nice little, you know, off the wall podcast tonight. Um, good to be getting into some other content than just our WandaVision reviews. All those have, those have been amazing recently. Think we call
0: this a change up in the baseball world, right? Shimada, yeah, all right, change of pace here. All right, that was that analogy was for Shimato, not for Justin. Please never bring up baseball you, again in my presence. Do, you, do I need to like Gosh. explain what I meant by that for you? Justin? You need
2: to just <laughs> warn me that you're going to speak <laughs> baseball, so
0: I can put something in my ears. Uh, we're losing so many fans because of you. All right. Um, yes, as Shimado <laughs> said, as Shimato said, um, this podcast is going to be a little different. Uh, but if you've been a longtime listener, it's not super different. We've done plenty of obscure episodes like this. Uh, but if you're looking at the title, we are talking about our top three movie or just franchises. I should say favorite franchises. Favorite fa- franchises. Uh, there's some there's some some rules with this discussion, which we're we can... not talking McDonald's. We're talking movies. <laughs> we're talking movies, TV, whatever. Um, but basically, it's got to be at least a trilogy, um, trilogy or more. And there's some other rules in there, too, which we'll get into later. But what we want to encourage you to do is where you're listening, go ahead and look at the show notes because we're going to give a breakdown on timestamps for different news topics we're going to get into and then also when the main discussion starts. So if you want to skip ahead to the main discussion, totally fine. We don't blame you at all. Uh, just want to let you know that there are uh, timestamps in, in the show notes. You can check that out. And before we get into our news, we do want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. And please do us a favor give us a review. Give us a five star review um, wherever you are listening and help us to expand the podcast and to grow uh, our listener base. You could also share these episodes with your friends and uh, follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. We've got a lot of followers over there. You could be the next one. Um, all right, let's do this. we got some news, boys. We, we used to do this a lot when we had just a normal RGP episode where we'd have some news topics, then we'd get into the main spotlight. Let's get into a little bit of the news. Justin, I'm going to pass it over to you.
2: Yeah, okay. So uh, we, we've done extensive Mandalorian reviews here on the RGP, and uh, one of the main characters in Mandalorian is uh, Cara Dune. And uh, she's played by Gina Carino, and she unfortunately will no longer be returning to her character yeah. in The Mandalorian. So uh, for all those in the Star Wars universe, uh, I mean, her character will live on in the Star Wars universe uh, as far as canon goes, but uh, the actress will no longer return to play her. So,
1: yeah. And speaking of Mandalorian news... Um, It was recently uh, brought up that one of another one of the main characters in Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal, who plays, of course, the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, yeah, Yeah. Mando, uh, has been cast uh, as Joel, the lead character in the Last of Us TV series that is going to be coming out. So that'll be really interesting to see him take on that role uh, for pretty much everything that we've seen him in. He has been, you know, golden, especially in the television series realm. You know, I mean, he killed it as a Mandalorian. He killed it as the Red Viper in Game of Thrones. So I mean he he's just been a, a really solid you know TV piece. He has
2: the acting chops for sure and yeah. uh the the character of Joel I mean for all you you fans of the game uh Last of Us out there like he does a really good job uh Joel as far as uh being the main character and, and providing that like emotional, uh, support for Ellie, the, the, yeah. the, uh, child in the movie or the video game. Sorry. Justin, but, uh, give us, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Last of us, uh, Joel is, uh, helps kind of guide Ellie. Uh, the, the, I, I guess I would say Ellie's the main character, uh, kind of through this journey in a zombie apocalypse. And, uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be that character for for Ellie. And we do know that Ellie is cast as well as uh, Bella Ramsey. We uh, know her from the Game of Thrones universe as well. So um,
1: she's the uh, child... Little Liana Mormont.
2: Yeah, there we go. And so this this is panning out to be quite the series. And uh, Bella Ramsey is also in an HBO property of uh, His Dark Materials. She plays a character in season two, which... Uh, I always thought she was a strange uh, character in the show, but uh, just uh, by knowing her her features and what she looks like and uh, like kind of her accent, she's kind of got that more uh, English accent of, yeah. uh, I, don't know, I don't know, it's more of a, a, a raspier, like, whinier English accent, so it stands out a little more. But uh, she she does a great job. She did a, uh, a great job in Game of Thrones, and I'm sure she'll do a great job in Last of Us series. Uh, yeah. That is an HBO property, right? I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly so it's going to be
0: a series on HBO Max? Yes,
2: a series on HBO Max. So we're going to have Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be another zombie show, which, I mean, I feel like there was a period in time where we went through a lot of zombie shows, um, The Walking yeah. Dead, Standing Out, uh, but I'm also uh, shouting out Z Nation out there. Um, but Zombieland uh, <laughs> and oh, Zombieland movie, fa- <laughs> absolutely yeah. fantastic. World of Z. Um, yeah. So, do you World want me War- to keep going? No, I mean, yeah, uh, oh, World War Z. So yeah. Right. There was like I said, huge. But uh, <laughs> this should be a uh, a nice, refreshing zombie property. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I I never played the video game, but I mean, it wasn't up for Game of the Year this year for Last of Us Part Two. Last I'm of Us, sure. yeah, for twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, sorry, yeah, for twenty twenty. So, um, but I've heard the storyline is it's great. It's yeah. a great storyline. It really okay. is. Yeah, yeah. Well then, I, I'm excited
1: because even though you know we we did go through a, a period where zombie movies were, co- zombie movies and TV shows were just kind of being you know rolled out left and right. This one is very very based in character development and around the storyline that is going on so it isn't just oh we're just going to be knocking off zombies left and right like mean, me it's about the actual characters that are going through these situations and the the, the zombies are actually are more like uh they are set pieces in a lot of ways you know they aren't they aren't the focus they are they are outside forces that you know affect the characters that are that are the true characters
2: yeah it should be it should be a great great run so we'll, we'll we'll enjoy that and uh hey we may even break it down
0: and do an episode reviews for those so maybe we'll see so much content out there these days so much content there's also a, a movie um, that we've watched a trailer for a couple times um was tell me if it if i say this right justin raya and the Lo- last dragon
2: raya and the last dragon yes, yes. Oh, got it. uh so yeah that's gonna be uh march 5th dropping on disney plus uh they are doing the premiere access where you do have to drop some uh some uh, some, some cash coin.
0: yeah it's not like hbo max where they just let you watch it uh, yeah you have yeah, it you're right correct
2: plan. they're not they're not uh competing there as far as that uh-huh. goes but I'll tell you this: uh, me and my daughter, we are look, counting down the days to March fifth, where I I will yep. h- gladly spend that. Uh, I, it's probably gonna be thirty bucks again, like Mulan, but I'm Woo. I'm counting down to so where we can watch that and order that. And um, dude, it just it looks really good. Uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios. Uh, same studios that brought you Tangled and Frozen and all that stuff. So, uh, anything to do with dragons, I love obviously, but (laughs) just the fact that my daughter's like, she's at that age now where like she watches a trailer and she's like, oh, I really want to see that movie. Yeah. And this is it. This is the the first one in her life where she's like, I really want to see that movie. So March 5th, Raya and the Last Dragon, it's, it it was projected, it was supposed to come out the end of last year in 2020, but obviously everything happening going on in the world pushed it back and now we're finally getting it where it's coming out and uh, I'm excited to be able to watch it and share it with my daughter.
0: So, so I remember watching the first trailer and being like, man, this looks amazing. Yes. And then I watched the second trailer and I was like, okay, it doesn't look as good. Like I didn't think the second trailer was that good at all. Like it,
2: I feel like the second trailer gave away a little bit too much. It showed a little, like, because the first one was very mysterious and very, uh, you know, it kind of lured you in. uh, And then the second one, it just kind of, like, was really open and talking and and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that's the same for any movie trailer. Like, I mean... How many times were we avoiding like all the newest trailers for Endgame? Like we were trying to stay off the internet and not yeah. look at that kind of stuff because we were like we didn't want anything to yeah. be spoiled at all. So don't spoil uh, the Endgame. So yeah, yeah. So uh, I do think uh, I, I think Raya will actually be a good movie. So um, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes.
0: March fifth. March fifth. All right, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Um, well, boys, you guys ready to get into our main spotlight? Yeah, Let's top we- three favorite movie franchises. All right, this was uh, this was Shimato's idea originally, um, and I think it's probably best for you to maybe describe the rules that we laid out for this discussion, Shimato.
1: Yeah, um, I just got a you know a simple set of rules that I set forth that you know put a little agony into my fellow podcast mates here. Um, <laughs> Especially ba- ba- Justin. Basically, the way it goes is. Um, you know, the way I saw it was it has to be at least three. Those movies. rules are
2: crap, by the way, if you're,
1: if you're listening <laughs> no, to this No, they're not. Now. I'm with you, anyway, Shimada. am continue. With you. <laughs> at least three movies long. Um, we, we we put in the rule of splitting up the MCU so you couldn't just take all the entire MCU. Yeah. So if you wanted to, you could take like all three you know, Captain America movies, or all three Iron Man movies, or however you wanted to do that, and probably uh, one of the more controversial ones was uh, the the no omissions rule, which was basically if you know, let's say you had a let's say for example, you really like the awesome powers franchise, but you hated Goldmember, you know, but you, but you really love the other two, well. The the way I see it is, it comes as a franchise as a whole. So you know, you kind of gotta grade it all together. You Can't just
0: cancel one of them. You gotta nope. you gotta love them all. Okay, that's good. All right, so we're gonna do our top three, and um, and the way we're gonna do, we're just gonna we're gonna start by sharing everyone's uh, third place um, ranking, and then we'll do to number two. We'll throw a little honorable mentions in as well, and then we'll hit number one. So with that in mind, Justin, why don't you start? Why don't you tell us your number three? All right, so my number three.
2: Uh, if if you know me, if you truly know me, I'm a sucker for over the top action. Okay, I, uh-huh. I I'm very very guilty in uh, favoring the over the top. Okay, and there is no franchise that does this better than the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> this <laughs> this franchise is it started off with a, like a humble beginning. Yeah, and then. It mutated into this... Just will not die. Yes. Yeah. it Just mut- keeps going. It, yeah, it, it mutated into this over-the-top, crazy... Like, each movie outdoes the previous yeah. movie when it comes to action, over-the-top scenes. Like, it, it yeah, is it's incredible. Like,
0: defying physics yes. kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And when F9... We're going to call them the one coming out in 2021. F9 is what they're going by. Uh, when this comes out, like, everybody was like, oh, man, like... They have to go to space. They're going to space. Yeah. And so like <laughs> if they don't go to space, I'm gonna like I'm gonna be so mad, dude, because like yeah. the action is just so intense throughout the entirety. But I wanna reel it back a little bit. Like what really like hooked me in, in the first one, right? Cars, man. Cars. Yeah. Growing up, man, cars were cars were cool, right? Like yeah. You wanted those rims. You wanted those that, that that tint, that paint job, right? Like that was the thing. You the like, nitrous, exactly. The Need for Speed games, man. Tell me, like the, yeah. the nostalgia. When I say Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, like tell Ooh. me you do not. Yes, exactly. You do not get that feeling, right? So essentially, all these, all that movie, the first movie was was like Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, like literally, yeah. like that's what, like you you got that custom spray paint, you got that, yeah. you outran the cops and all that kind of stuff, man. So. That very first movie, the humble beginnings of you were just, he was just a cop trying to infiltrate or go undercover and uh, stop a, a, a ring of yeah. uh, a theft from happening, right? It's all about family. Exactly. But then family. It, it progressed, right? It progressed into like this crazy, like. I don't know. I guess they're more of like a rebel. Like they're more yeah. of like a, 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 a freedom fighters, essentially. Like I don't, I don't even know how to classify no, the, the it. The best like, is, is that there's,
0: there's, there's not. What makes it so great is that there's not like a clear definition of what they are. No, yeah. there's really not. The family, family, <laughs> is the, family, yeah, is the clearest. But definition. even that, it's really vague and obscure. It's exactly. not like it's not like hey, these are like this is like a squad that we call in when times are tough. It's just. I don't. It, it yep. always seems like how are they wrapped up in all this? Stuff? Exactly, <laughs> they're like a
1: black ops clandestine organization now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, yeah. It, it's become ridiculous. Like the big, the the best example that I can like throw together between how much it has evolved is you know in the first one it was about people who were stealing DVD players. And by five, six <laughs> movies later, there was a submarine chasing the cars on ice. Acro- across ice. Yeah. Like, that's a, it just shows you how much it's just escalated in the the enormity of it all. Yeah, and the, the funny thing is, is that, like,
2: Fast Five, it was literally like an FBI room. Like, well, you know yeah. what? These group of guys, like, pulled off something serious in, in, in like, Brazil. And yeah. uh, I think they might be able to help us here. And then from there on out, they're like the elite group that you go to for yeah. like shenanigans. Like it's it's crazy, man. Like but uh, watching those movies brings you so much joy. And like like you when you leave a movie of uh, Fast and the Furious, you have a giant smile on your yeah. face because there's so much like explosions, lights, and cars, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like and, yeah, it, and Vin it, Diesel in a yeah. wife beater. Oh, absolutely, man. If you don't get a Vin <laughs> Diesel in a wife beater, man, you're doing something wrong, man. Like. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, if you can turn your like brain capacity down mm-hmm. to like twenty five percent, it's a great watch, dude. It's a great watch, man. I'm not even saying that's necessarily a bad thing. It's yeah. just like you just you you kind of have to do yeah,
0: like you got to be a sucker dude. for the the adventure yeah. and the action. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. I mean,
1: they added Dwayne
2: Johnson to the franchise, yeah, and... which
0: was a great oh, adventure. absolutely. Like, it it was was a... He saved the franchise.
2: It was a it was a shot of fresh air. It really was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, the feud between Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson was, was is a thing It was a thing. Uh, And guess what, dude? They're going to add John Cena to the mix now, man. Like, how (laughs) Uh, crazy is it, man? John Cena is everywhere right now. That is hilarious. uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for what's to come. Uh, I mean, I think uh, 10 is going to be the final number, but we'll see if any spinoffs. So, anyway, my number three. That's good.
0: That's good. All right, so my number three is a series that, man, I I think I, I love good, like a good action spy adventure, you know? Um, and I'm not talking 007 although I do love that. Yeah. I'm talking Jason Bourne. Nice. So yeah. the Bourne trilogy to start with um was just fantastic. And then there's other properties that came from it as well and I'm and I'm kind of including everything here. Um so obviously obviously I'm talking about Bourne Identity, Bourne Supremacy and Bourne Ultimatum fantastic trilogy. I mean I you know, we'll get into some of the specifics in a minute, but then also even Born Legacy, not the greatest movie, still enjoyed it. Jason Bourne, the one that they came out like uh, over a decade later, and it was yeah, great, right? And then even the Treadstone series on USA, I it's it's a part of the same kind of universe. I really loved it; it was really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's so many things I love. It first of all, Matt Damon is just a, a a beast. Yes, he is. I I love something I really love about the Bourne films is actually the camera work the way it's all kind of fast paced and when he's like in yeah. a crowd like i just like there's there's always there's countless movies where somebody's chasing someone in a crowd but the way that the action is moving and the yeah. camera's moving in the born films there's something about it that just looks so good and crisp and maybe crisp isn't the right word because maybe
1: it's not crisp, but it's, it's just—it's more the actually the exact opposite. Yeah, it's—it's it's, it's it's chaotic. Like, it is almost yes, like chaotic. The, yes. Yeah, it, it is almost like the the opposite to like a the James Bond franchise. It's kind of the. Um, like, the opposite side of that, whereas like, James Bond is all about him being suave and him being crisp and, you know, these big moments and, you know, him driving around in the nicest cars and all this kind of stuff, whereas Jason Bourne is a lot more about, you know, blending it, it's stripped in. Stripped down. It's yeah. it's very much about, like, a singular agent as he's going through all this stuff, and he's just as, you know, awesome as James Bond, but he is a much more i guess in a way like realistic version of what that would actually be like in the real world there's more
2: layers to Jason Bourne than than James Bond yes um but the, for me like the one scene that sticks out in uh the Bourne identity is uh the scene where he's in the diner yeah and uh, he's just having a conversation with the, the main the lead female and he's talking about like I I know the exits. The exits are here here and there. I know that this person's been here and they ordered this yeah. and then he's like breaking yeah. down the whole entire room uh, and he said this is what my mind thinks of. Like he's he dude but he's, he doesn't know why. Yeah, he doesn't know why. I he know. he's he's trying to figure out yeah. why he knows this information. And uh like that 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 moment right there really like
0: kind of hooked me and I was I was I was on board for the rest of the series. Yeah, yeah so good. I mean, and I've always kind of you know, we've we've had co- like conversations with other with other nerds and geeks before about like, you know, who's the most like, you know, badass like um, fighter, just like action hero that's not a superhero that doesn't have superpowers yeah. or a really big budget like Batman because he's not really a superhero; he's just got a lot of money, right? Um, sorry, Justin, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, but you know, people have said that conversation like, you know, and you you throw out James Bond, you throw out John Wick. Jason Bourne. I love how they all start with J. Maybe there's a thing there, but I've always said like Jason Bourne to me is like the one guy. If I gotta, if I need somebody to protect me, (laughs) if I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm calling Jason Bourne. You know, if I could, of course. But yeah, of
2: course. I mean, speaking as the resident J name in this group right here. yeah, yeah, that's uh, right.
0: I mean, I'm going with John Wick in that one. Sorry, that's fine, (laughs) and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um but man the born films are so good um yeah really enjoy it so
1: Shimato, how about you hit us with your number three uh my number three is a movie that spanned over starting in the 70s you know ran all the way through the mid 90s um and if you said the 70s there's no way tyler saw this
0: that's yeah, true that's, that's true that, that is I, have i true. seen a movie from the 70s Probably not. You
1: yeah, probably not. <laughs> anyway, uh, the franchise that I am speaking of is Rocky. Um, I am. I mean, uh, down to my core, I am. Growing up, I was. I. I really enjoyed like a lot of the overtop like eighties and nineties movies where there was a lot of like fighting and action. And one of my favorite members of that grouping was Sylvester Stallone. And you know. And one of the great things about the franchise is it is, you know, it starts out like the first movie is an Oscar-worthy movie. It is well done. It has a great storyline to it. You know, it does the – it does one of the rare things in in sports movies where, you know, the hero loses. You know, like most of the time you see – the hero comes out on top. They win the uh, the, the, the the game that they, there's no way they should have won. They end up winning. He, you know, but in in Rocky, at the end of the first movie, he he loses. You know, he he. But you know, in a way, he won because he made it the whole way against a champ in a situation where he wasn't supposed to make it. Um, and also. Uh, Probably my favorite movie of the franchise. Although one is a phenomenal movie for me, uh, one of my guiltiest pleasure movies is Rocky Four. <laughs> I, I, just the, the the him against Ivan Drago is one of the greatest <laughs> yeah, matchups. It, it really is. It, yeah. it, it, it's it, it, it's so awesome, and w- one of the most lasting memories of the Rocky franchise is the montage. Like it is like you see in the movies now all the time the training montage whether it's done seriously or it's done as a comic com- comedic entity rocky really perfected the, the 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 montage it really did yeah yeah the the training montage like it
2: it's i feel like it started it started here with rocky
0: for it sure It really did yeah
2: and uh I, it was it was amazing to see on film uh, Rocky, the underdog story, obviously. Like, you, you wanted to root for the underdog. And yeah. even though he didn't win in the first yeah. one, like, I mean, you still kind of felt accomplished because of what he, where he came from I and mean, yeah. his beginnings and his end. And it was a, a kind of like a complete story. And yeah. it, it was a story that in Rocky 1 that ended with, you didn't quite get there, but you know he's going to train harder. Yeah. He's going to go harder. He's going to do that. It was kind of like. The 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 end started with the beginning of what Rocky could be, I
1: guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it was good. it's a really
2: good franchise. It really yeah. is.
1: And just like a couple other reasons why I really loved it. First of all, I'm half Italian, so like him being Italian, <laughs> it's just like there was a lot of connection there and the fact that he's left handed. He's a left handed boxer and he's an Italian. So it like it really like resonated with me as you know, as a kid growing up. And, you know, there's just a lot of like cool stuff that came around about the making of the series that I've seen later on, like the fact that he had to sell his dog to help, you know, him, you know, continue doing the making the movie because he he didn't have the money to finish it. And then when he when, first thing he did as soon as he got money was he he went back and he got his dog back, you know, and he actually still has the turtles from the first movie, Cuff and Link. He still has Cuff and Link to this day, you know, and just like it builds like a an aura around, you know, Sylvester Stallone as a person as well, as well around that character, that Rocky. I mean, what other fictional character has a statue, you know, you know, built of him in an actual city, you know? Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. Hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed those
0: movies as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Is yeah. there anyone? <laughs> besides
2: amusement parks. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Good good shout out there, Shimano. Mm. All right, let's move on to number two on our list. I'll go first. Um, so I really like – when I watch movies, I'm, I'm normally going to watch an action movie or I'm going to watch a comedy. And probably my favorite comedy movie series that's at least a trilogy honestly has to be Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to put Rush Hour wow. as my number two series um, – yeah, my, my number two franchise, movie franchise. I don't know what you guys think about that. If you think I'm crazy, um, I, I really enjoy watching all three of them. Yeah, I do. I, if I had to rank them, I'd go two, three, one for Whoa, me personally. Really?
1: Really? Oh, mm-hmm.
0: me Seriously? personally? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Wait, wait. What, sorry, I mean two, one, three. No, 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 no. Like my my least favorite would be two. Oh. And then three, and then my favorite would be number one. Oh. Okay. okay. So you're so one. I, you're one, three, two. Yeah, my well, man, now this is really confusing. You should always yeah. start with your best. Yeah, is my favorite is number one. Okay. My second favorite is number... Mm. Yeah, that was dumb. Why did I do that? That yeah. was so well, stupid. My bad. You're... My second favorite is number three, <laughs> and then last would be number two. Yeah, my bad. That was really okay. dumb. But, dude, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, are you kidding me?
2: There's no greater yeah. duo as far as comedy action goes... It's yeah. so good. ...than yeah. Chris Tucker and... Jackie it,
1: it, Chan. It, it's a great uh, odd couple story. It really you know, is. It, it, yes. It's, yeah. It, it's exactly what it is. It's just you know, a retelling of that odd couple story. It shouldn't work. It, yeah. You know
2: yeah. on paper, it should
0: not work in, no, in the, the first, all. In the first one when they meet and he picks them up at the airport and that whole sequence of him just delaying time and getting a burrito and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff going to his cousins. Yeah. And, you know, Jackie Chan's waiting while he's going to talk to his cousin and, he's, and he slips up and he's at the counter. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, just everything about that whole movie is so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Jackie,
2: Jackie Chan, like, he really needs to get, like, a ton of credit here because he plays, like, the fish out of water, learning a new yeah. culture, like, really, really well. Yeah. And uh, obviously he could relate to it because he's starting out in the in yeah. the Chinese film market and then coming, coming to America and trying to hit it big. Like, uh, Chris Tucker, with his beginnings, like, I mean, like. Like, dude, this guy was in the Friday franchise or yeah. well, the first movie and then he came back later, obviously. But uh but anyway, so Friday, um and then uh, Jackie Chan and then prominently Chinese roles, like them coming yeah. together, should not work. No, what but it was thinking, absolutely right? thinking? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was it, this is like one of the like the biggest like hit phenomenons in like culture yeah. at that time.
1: Like yeah. everyone everyone was talking about rush hour. Yeah, Everybody it, it, it should be like a grading, you know, type of relationship that you don't Like, you find just doesn't, like, it doesn't mesh well, but for some reason it just does. You know, so it's very, it's it's pretty awesome, and to tell you the truth, actually, one of my favorite parts of the movie actually isn't even the movie. I, like, the 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 bloopers, bloopers. the bloopers bloopers at the end are are some of the best. So good, yes. Like, I still remember one of my favorite ones is actually in Rush Hour 2, and, like, after, like... Well, the villain gets thrown out the window yes. and he's like, oh, he ain't going to be another style three. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. It's so good. Yeah. And it, it drops one of like the best lines that's like, repeated throughout like culture. And it's like, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Like, yeah. people, like they still say this to this day. Ain't like, nobody yeah.
0: understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, <laughs> man. Dude, again, it's so good. I mean. If you just want to enjoy your afternoon on a Saturday or something when it's raining, yeah. can't go anywhere, just throw on all the rush hour films. You'll be so – you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah. So um, – but I will say my wife hasn't seen them.
1: What? Oh, I man. know. And yeah. I'm
0: like – I mean she's seen bits and pieces, and I'm – I got to. I got to have to watch at least Rush Hour one. Yeah, I got to like, correct that. I got to correct that. So,
1: I mean, I think one of the craziest things that gets buried is Rush Hour one has a really actually a pretty compelling storyline. Actually, yeah, like like the second and third one are built a lot of like the comedy and stuff like that. Yeah, and there it isn't as strong storyline wise, but the storyline in the first one is actually it's strong. It's it's yes. it's really compelling. Actually, yes,
0: yes. absolutely. So. Uh yeah, that's my number two, the Rush Hour series. And if they ever if they ever do Rush Hour Four, it'll be so nostalgic. Just like okay. when they did Jason Bourne. For me, it's like ten years plus later. It's yeah. like, wow. Way past two. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So
1: all right. Uh Shimano, how about you go with your number two? Uh my number two is if you listen to the podcast, you probably are not surprised at all. It is the Nolan vs. Batman movies. They oh, are yeah. they are so, so well done. They, they encapsulate the Batman universe in a way that it had yet been shown um, throughout the throughout all of, you know, movie making up to that point. They they invented the trend of uh, superheroes going gritty. You know, um, instead of this, you know, they're, they're very campy and stuff before, before this, but it really just like really dug into them being more grounded characters, um, making more sense why they do the things that they do. Um, and you know, the, the Dark Knight is legitimately one of the best movies ever made. And, um, it's so well done. Um, Christopher Nolan is a genius when it comes to IMAX, especially. And a lot of the shots that were done in, in the series were IMAX set up. And I think one of the most underrated movies is, is Batman Begins. I feel like it gets left out a lot of the times when people think about it. I feel like maybe because it was it came out before, um, like, the boon in, like, 2007 when Iron Man came out. That was, like, the, the real, like beginning of the, the the explosion in comic book movies and so before that i mean there were big movies before that you know you had your x-men x-men and yeah. stuff like that but i feel like spider-man yeah spider-man but i feel like I don't, for some reason batman against me seems to have kind of gotten lost in how good i think it actually well, it's is because
0: the dark knight's the greatest sequel of all time yes, yes so it's yes. i mean hands down right I mean, maybe Star, maybe the second Star Wars film. I, 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 I would
1: five. say it's definitely in the top three. I don't know. Well, 100%. I mean, for me,
0: yes, The Dark Knight
2: is the, this is the best sequel. But it Godfather Two and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Empire Strikes Back yeah. do do provide a good argument there. Yeah, those old movies are overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, watch them I and you'll see your your world will be open. But I will say this: like, I mean, you mentioned Nolanverse being your number two. Uh, I will go ahead and say the Nolanverse Batman universe is also my number two as well. I'm okay, a huge, we're skipping I we skip it ahead I like it yes, okay y'all I, syncing up here I am Good. a huge huge Batman fan like i I have a ton of comics of Batman i I, I, I live and breathe Batman I really yeah. do I honestly do and uh, nolan's Batman universe is is truly fantastic and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like the love that you mentioned that uh, the Batman begins is uh, underrated very underrated overlooked a lot of yes. times I remember watching Batman Begins in theaters and and thinking like this is this is changing the game like this is this is yeah. something that is different like the the Liam Neeson character the Ra's al Ghul yeah. like that is something that we wouldn't we wouldn't have seen in a mainstream Batman movie but no. yet no one finds a way to kind of draw out that character and show how he can be menacing as well and he can be yeah. uh, th- that manipulating figure. And then only to lead into a Heath Ledger Joker, like th- that performance and-, and the casting. Like, yeah. do you remember the controversy around Oh Heath Ledger? What Heath yeah, Ledger I did- cast as a Joker? Like, oh that th- pretty boy. Yeah, exactly. And he freaking destroys the role. Like he he annihil- like He does a- such a phenomenal yeah. job of the Joker that like most people nowadays, when they think of the Joker, they think Heath, Heath they Ledger. They associated with yeah. him. Yes, They're- Jack Nicholson is a is a thought of the past. Like yeah. Like the. He's even like for me, like my number one is obviously Mark Hamill with the Batman Animated Series. Yeah. But Heath Ledger is like a really close number two. Like yeah. Heath Ledger does such a phenomenal job. And then obviously we have like Dark Knight Rises is considered the like the, the lesser of the the trilogy. Yeah. But even there's so many high points to pull away from that movie. Like I mean that, that opening scene is yes, that opening scene. Yes, is that crazy. opening scene is so wild and so crazy. And the the, the dystopia that that it comes out of the the fall of Batman and and the the world that they're they're building there, it fits with the Nolan universe yeah. and what's
0: been established in the Dark Knight. Like, and, and I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. And I, I think honestly, so for me, Dark Knight's obviously the, the oh, cream of yes, the crop. Exactly, I love Dark Knight Rises and Bane's monologue when they're like releasing the prisoners. Yes. might be the greatest like villain monologue I've it's ever heard. So good, man. Yeah. It, it really is. It is so it's good. underrated. It really yeah. is. And and Bane is so quotable. Like, there's so many mo- like yeah. there's so many moments that like. I'll, me and me and my wife will just be, like, at some point, like, we'll hear something, and it makes us think of something Bane said, and we'll just say <laughs> – That's like, great. You know what I'm saying? And the anticipation for The Dark Knight Rises – Yeah. Like, because you didn't know necessarily, I don't think, what you were going to get with The Dark Knight. Of course, people were excited for yeah. it coming off Batman Begins. Right. But as good as The Dark Knight was, sure – Dark Hopes were, Rises, were higher, yeah. Hopes were higher. And it's not like it failed. Dark Knight Rises did not no, fail no by way. any no stretch way. of the imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never going to touch Dark Knight. That's fine. But the anticipation for that movie. Huge. I don't know if there was. Another superhero film that isn't considered like a mega, like a Avengers mega film, is a little different. Yeah, yeah, the anticipation you'd have for like a massive team up movie is different. Yeah, but for an individual superhero film trilogy, up, the, the the third, yeah. yeah, yeah, is there ever been a more anticipated? I mean, I remember just like, yeah, like and and that's back when you still had to see the movies at midnight. Sadly, yes. it changed that frickin' night because of the shooting yeah. on that film, which I shouldn't even mention here. As sad as that is, but I mean, the anticipation for the the, fi- the final of the trilogy, yep. man, the finale. Well, oh see, my gosh.
2: I mean, the thing is, I also remember the night where I introduced you to— Yes, you're the reason—this
0: yeah. podcast wouldn't be happening, technically, technically, <laughs> if you hadn't in 2011, because I wasn't on top of, like, superhero movies at all. Right? I don't even know what you were doing with mm-hmm. your life. I was mostly watching you. just, you know, football and soccer and basketball. I was mostly wrapped up in sports yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and obscure then, video game yeah. called Counter Strike Source, if anyone's listening and <laughs> somehow knows what that is. Um, but yeah, you introduced me to Dark Knight, and mm. and I think I changed I, your whole
2: view you, on movies, and here's period, what I love.
0: yes, you did. Now, here's what I love about Justin too, because he didn't even waste time. I honestly, and this is actually also why the Dark Knight, as much as I love this these this series, isn't in my top three. Because Justin didn't even waste my time by showing me Batman Begins. He didn't. He did it. Everything he said about Batman Begins, he's a liar. Because he didn't even make me watch it. We went straight to the Dark Knight. I, I had to go straight to it. We went straight I had to, to the Dark Knight. Your
2: attention span, like sports, like you you were all like uh, into sports, and so like I needed to give you that a, that action right away. I needed to give you yep. it, like that. That build-up right away. Right, right. And by, the only way I knew of doing that was by going to the, the source of the of the Dark Knight. And there we go. I got, yeah. got you hooked. Yeah. And here we are, years, years, years later. I
0: know. Uh, talking about yep. – Dude, 10 years later, man. Let me say this. We're going to transi- transition this conversation soon. We're going to get into our number ones, but we're going to do honorable mentions. Yes. And since we're doing honorable mentions, I will say that my honorable mention – I already did my uh, – yeah, we already went all the way through three and two – Um, my honorable mention is actually, one of them is actually the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. But the reason it wasn't on there is because of Batman Begins. Honestly, it's, it's not that I hate it. It's just, I didn't, I don't care for it too much. Like, so based off of Shimada's rules and I'm sure you one of you, you guys might have some trilogies like that oh, as yeah. well. Oh yeah, I sure yeah. do. Yes, I think I think that one is for sure one of my honorable mentions. So any honorable mentions for you guys before we get into number 1?
2: I mean, where do I start? Like so <laughs> uh honorable mention of mine like this would have been like a solid on my list number 3 which would be the Indiana Jones franchise, yeah. but uh, because of the uh, like, we couldn't omit anything. I couldn't uh, leave out the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, like which, yeah. which, which in my mind, it like, doesn't even exist right now. Uh, I would Such include bad name. I, too. Yes, I know. I would include Indiana yep. Jones franchise. I would also include like I we we talk about James Bond being the James Bond franchise. I'm a huge James yep. Bond fan. If I can include it as an entirety. It would be on my list as number one, hands down. But I couldn't. So I could only include either the Daniel Craig, or the Pierce Brosnan, the Sean Connery, the Roger Moore. I could only include those movies. What about Lays like, and By? Only one. It was a trilogy. Remember? <laughs> you said only it had to be three movies. Justin's so mad over yeah, here. Exactly. So I would have included the Daniel Craig because Casino Royale and Skyfall are just so superb. But Quantum of Solace yeah. is such a drag, man. <laughs> Like so, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. So those are definitely honorable mentions. But uh, an obscure honorable mention of mine is the Before trilogy: Before Sunrise, Before Sun Reset, and Before uh, Midnight, which is uh, Richard Land. Land- what oh shoot, I lost the name. Link Yes, yes, Link Thank you so much. Uh such a such a great movie it focuses on the relationship of, of two individuals and uh uh I really enjoyed that that trilogy. And then uh obviously we're gonna go Edgar Wright and his uh, Simon Pegg and yeah. Nick Frost uh trilogy there. That was uh near and dear to my heart. Uh it really introduced me to a whole other side of comedy and a whole other side of yeah. uh, uh, of movies period. So yes, so those are some honorable mentions of
1: mine. Yeah, those. I mean, those are some great options as well. You know, some great. Um, I haven't seen the before series. Uh, those are, I, I do like Linklater as a director. Uh, I really enjoyed Boyhood for just like the feat of what it was. Especially, it was a good movie, but the feat of it was just yeah. incredible. With it being shot over fourteen years, um, was just it was just. Incredible. Um, but I would say, like, two honorable mentions that I really felt like I had to, like, add on to this, as just a, kind of personal ones for me, are the Planet of the Apes reboot.
0: I almost made that really on my list. Yeah. I almost made that on my I,
1: list. I, I, I love those movies so much. I, like, it, I don't know, it's just the Caesar's political, amazing. like... Um, machinations uh, that are happening in this—the dystopia of it—is so well done.
2: The character development of Caesar, yes. like, it is insane. It really yeah. is, and it's a CGI like. G- ape yes. gorilla like yes. it's insane how much you can actually like love this character that that yeah. uh Andy Serkis is creating it's it's beautiful yeah. it really
1: is yeah like like the beginning of especially the beginning of the second movie where there's almost no vocalization for like 15 minutes at the beginning where it's, it's just looking at the apes and it's like going along it, it, it's incredible um and then the second one one reason why I didn't do this one as well. as It's not like a true, true trilogy. It's just kind of known as sort of a trilogy. It's the Man with No Name trilogy, which is a trilogy with the main actor as Clint Eastwood who is, basically, it's it's three movies that were made for him. One of them is really well known, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yep. Um, and then the other two are far Fistful less of dollars, known. Yeah. Fistful of Dollars. And for a few dollars more mm-hmm. are the other two movies. And they're just, they're some of my favorite movies. They... They bring up so much nostalgia for me, um, because of you know watching them uh, as a growing up because they were something I watched with my with my dad all the time. That was a very family like although some of the stuff was not family, like but it was just like it was it was you know there were movies that my dad loved that we my brothers loved that we would just watch. And I mean Clint Eastwood is my favorite actor. Like he is you know he is. The the epitome of like the, the great acting. He is the main character in my favorite movie of all time, um, and he is you know which is the outlaw Josie Wales, which is something that great is great movie. Yes, yeah. it is a phenomenal movie. And when you
2: think he's done, he puts out something like Gran Torino and like yeah. completely rocks your world. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then he I gets get into
1: it. directing world. Like, he's just he's just phenomenal. But I, I love that see the, the, the those that um, that semi trilogy that's not like truly a trilogy cuz they're connected but they're not really really connected but i i just love that trilogy.
2: yeah i also also want to sh- uh, throw out there the awesome powers trilogy uh it is a really good trilogy great, yes <laughs> great <laughs> comedy that i don't think could ever be uh released in like yeah. 2021 no, there's no way no no no, yeah. no. Uh, it's not <laughs> no. it's not PC enough yep. for sure. But it's no, it, it would, so hysterical. It would have no yeah. So inappropriate nowadays, yep. but it is
1: it, it's a good laugh. Yep. And I, I really want to go back through that and watch that again. Yeah. So. Like the Michael My- like Michael Myers playing as many roles as they did was like <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like and in some of those roles like you're like like of course you knew like you knew Austin Powers and you knew Doctor Evil, yeah. but like him playing Fat Bastard, <laughs> like, it. him playing, like...
2: <laughs> so many good, like, quotes and one-liners from all of those yeah. movies, yeah. And it's, so, it's, it's it's incredible. Yeah, so,
0: that's good. Definitely uh, a lot of good honorable mentions there we all mentioned. All right, so let's get into our number one. I'm going to kick it off. We're going to keep with the superhero theme. You know, Shimato said earlier, if you listen to the podcast, you know that this won't come as a surprise to you for his number two. If you listen yeah. to our podcast, this... This should not come as a big surprise to you that I would have something from the MCU, right? Um, I guess another honorable mention could have been the Captain America trilogy because I did love all three of those films. Yep. But I think probably the franchise that – I mean everybody knows me as – like literally in my friend group, everyone always either champions me for it or picks on me for it, one of the two, that I just love the Avengers movies. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of times, it's if someone's picking on me, they don't necessarily know – like when they say Avengers, they what they really mean is MCU. They don't know that I love all of it because some people associate all of those movies as Avenger movies, which I get it because a lot of those people are teaming up in the greater Avengers films. But yeah. I'm specifically the franchise, and I'm not talking about the MCU here. I'm just talking about the main Avengers films, the main team-up movies, so the one that came out in 2012, The Avengers – the one that came out in 2015 Age of Ultron and then Infinity War and Endgame which came out in 2018 and 2019 respectively yeah. um i mean we've talked about it so much on countless episodes of this pod of this podcast so i'm not necessarily going to spend a lot of time talking about why i love these films because we've done it already but i think maybe the thing that just i'll just leave it here is and this is why i don't want black widow to be released to disney plus it's the experience every single one of these films there was an experience of going to the theater and a, i mean two of the, the the moments that shine the brightest were 2012 when justin we waited 3 hours in line yeah it was it was pretty epic and we were the second group in the in the actual theater <laughs> yeah. yeah, There's a story behind yeah, there's that. There's a as story well. behind that. Yeah. Maybe when we do like a, an after, uh, an after show podcast talking about that, uh. and then for Endgame. I mean, that experience. The, the end game
2: experience. All three of us were present for the end game experience, it. Yeah. and it was one of the most unbelievable yeah. experiences that I've ever had in a movie, period. That's right. It's, it literally it, is my – I mean, I'm sure I can speak for you, and I probably can speak for you. It is the number one movie experience
0: that we've ever had. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. so for me, not only are the movies enjoyable, which even, even Age of Ultron, we just watched that, me and my wife, a couple weeks ago. And we're like, man, you know what? It's not that bad. People <laughs> it, pick on it all the time. If you just watch it, it's not that bad, yeah. you know? But anyways, I digress. We've spent a lot of time over the episodes. If you guys have anything quickly you want to say, but we don't have to spend a lot of time because no. we've we've talked about it at length no. before.
1: I mean, I'll just drop this one thing. Uh, I've gone back and watched the, the 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 portal scene multiple times, every single time. It yes. chills. It chills as the portals open up, and it's just – it's amazing, like in Endgame, and it just, it just gets you pumped. It does
0: something to you, man, for they, sure. They are some
2: great movies, and they do a really good job of showing that you could have all of these characters in one movie and still give. Each character, just the right amount of time to shine. You really can. You just got to have that mind behind it. So, yeah, good shout there, man. Those are great movies. Obviously, Uh, Endgame is the number one uh, top grossing movie of all time. So uh, it's that way. As it should be. Yes, absolutely. It should be because, like I said, the experience was amazing.
0: Yes. So let's move on. Shimada, why don't you hit us with your number one?
1: My number one is a little Pixar franchise called... Toy Story. Okay, we're all right.
0: We're going to animate
1: it, baby. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, per, I love Toy Story. Uh, I think part of the reason why is. You never grew it, up.
2: You're still a child.
1: <laughs> yes. Partially. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's partially because actually countering that is it grew up with me.
0: Uh oh! Like
1: it was like as you were growing up when the when pick, when one was coming out, you know, you were at a, I was at a certain age when two was coming out. I was a certain age, and I was when Toy Story three came out. I was at that age where I was age. going off. You were, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I was going off to college. I was go. I was doing the same thing, you know, in the sense of having to. It, it, it just it. The movies are so well done. They have some fantastic voice acting in them. You got, I mean, you got Tom Hanks. I mean, what could you, more? Could you ask now. For? You can't omit you know, Toy Story Four, so I want to hear some things Story, about Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four. I was incredibly apprehensive about watching. I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting to. Yeah, same thing too. Same like here. I was, like I, I really enjoyed it. I was, I was really, really, really scared to be 100 percent truthful when it came out because. The first three movies, just they it wrapped it up so well. Um, I know you've brought this up multiple times, Justin. The scene when they're in the when they're in that um, recycling compactor scene when they're in that uh, in three is just that scene is just yeah, that scene haunting. That scene yes.
2: haunts me, dude. In my mind, I'm thinking like, what if it, it would have all ended right then and there on that scene? Yeah, like, like that that's is, how Toy Story ended. Like
1: th- that is an incredibly like I still that scene
2: is it's powerful. It's yes. emotional. It's yeah. like uh, you yeah gut wrenching. You said yeah. it. It is a phenomenal scene and it sticks with me. Like I think about that scene more than I should in my in, in my life. Yes. Like. I honestly think about that scene probably like once a month or once every other week, I'll be honest with you it's it it hurts wow. Yeah Jeez. that but, scene sticks with you
1: yeah, the storytelling is so well done, especially um like for for something that's supposed to be a kids' movie it's the, sto- the storytelling, the storytelling's so well done um you know, even going back to like toy Story two like Jesse's story is yeah that's hard that's hard it man. is. An incredibly tough story to um to to tell. I mean, it's it's just it's so well done. It's but it's also well, it's fun and yeah. it's well even in like you mentioned
2: Jesse's story being hard, but he, like the Proctor, like in the yes. in, like that story altogether is 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 hard and it's 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 very. Gosh, you can see that side. You can kind of see that yeah. side, but like in the end, like it's all about. Woody and Buzz,
1: obviously, yes. and and what they view life to be. Uh, it, it really is almost set up to where it's like, okay, I mean, but what if the Proctor was the original hero? Would you <laughs> would you see it from the other side? You know, it's 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 what viewpoint you are put in, and, and that that's why he's such a good character is because you know if you know there's a possibility if you know you can rationalize what yeah. he's saying. Like, yeah, it's almost like
2: you kind of favor or you can see the point of view of like of Thanos in Endgame. Yeah. like you, you get you get where he's coming from in Infinity yes. War. you really do. So. Mm. Toy Story. That's a good shout, man. I, yeah. I, that's a good number one there. Uh, I like that change of pace, yeah, man. There, it that is good. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Justin, we I've gone. I've given my number one. Shimano's given his. Take You're up, home. man. Take us home. All right. Well, I think
2: I, I I can say this confidently. I can say this confidently that this is probably one of the the only trilogies to the next movie outdoes and is better than yep. the previous movie. And so I'm gonna go ahead and say. Uh, with with my full geekdom heart, okay, that uh, Lord of the Ring trilogy is yeah. my number one, okay? The Fellowship of the Ring, great movie on its own, right? The second Lord of the Ring movie, phenomenal. Return of the King, one of the greatest movies of all time. It really, truly is. Yeah. And... Uh, there's not I mean, there's not there's not much to say, man. It's a it's the phenomenal beginning and ending. It's end. like a
0: pure trilogy.
2: It's, huh? a, it's like yes, it it's like, builds all it the way. It builds. Everything builds on top of the other. Yes. There the, the amount of character development that goes through and not only just the main character of Frodo, but like every single character. Like by the end of it, like Samwise, like you know for a fact, like the, where he came from and where he is yeah. today, like, it is a true development. And, um, I mean, Gandalf, you can, the, 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 where Gandalf has come from, like, uh, everybody, I mean, Aragorn. Everybody, yeah. man, like, it, it is an amazing, amazing, amazing trilogy.
1: I mean, and just knowing like the some of the lore and the the Legolas and and Gimli relationship, which started out very um, competitive, very yes. not just very competitive. It was ve- it was very you know um, they're very much against each other because elves the elves and dwarves do not necessarily right, get along. Right. Um, you know, throughout you know the 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 middle, the lore, yeah, Middle Earth lore. They the traditionally those races do not get along at all, and like through the, through this series, you see this relationship build that crosses the um th- that crosses the boundaries, and it doesn't do it in a in a fake way or in a rushed way because you're able, it's able to build over three movies of them being around each other and then building respect in a relationship, how you would see people build it in the real world. Yeah, exactly. And I mean,
2: I think I've, uh, I know I could talk to you Tyler, like recently I'm like, we gotta get a, we gotta get a binge going, a Lord of the Rings extended cut yeah. binge going yeah. like we, uh, and pick a day and just everybody like sit down and invest. Like, fourteen hours of our day to yeah. watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've talked about doing like this is it's, it really is a, a great franchise and yeah. uh uh everything that it accomplished, I mean with Return of the King winning my movie of the year and the Oscars, like like that really was the truly uh yeah, that last, doesn't happen. Yeah, like, last kind of movie sci fi geek movie to win best movie of the year. Like it it's not it doesn't happen nowadays. Yeah, not like, even not get, a the Dark Knight, yeah, or Logan. Logan. Like Logan. none of those things no. are even recognized as even, even the, Avengers in the movies, category. Yeah, on. yeah, none of them even recognized in the category of Best Picture. Yeah. but yet Return of the King like slayed and, and did win Best Picture. So it's mm-hmm. one of those movies that can be recognized throughout the community, uh, the film yeah. community. Uh, Return of the King. It, just when you think the movie's about to end, another another scene, another yeah. f- another. Um, uh, play out it happens and then you're like okay the movie's over now no it's not over yet there's another there's another whole scene to wrap up oh there's another dude there's like four endings there's like or five endings of the movie and it's incredible and every movie is better than the previous movie yes. and all of them are all top tier, and it, and top it, notch. And it probably helps it. Didn't they record all of it in one? Yes, yeah, maybe, maybe that's not, why how often like that's not happening these days. Like that, no. that's not happening, but it did, it did help. It helped with chemistry. It helped with like yes. building that camaraderie,
0: that, that fellowship. It truly, that, that fellowship yeah. was, was real. Um, and it helps to build like, that's why they progressively got better. Cause it's really just one mega film. It is. Yeah. the way yes. They shot it. Yes. Right. And, uh, so.
1: It, 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 great movies it really is yeah in it, it, it really is and it adds to the feat of the whole situation of you doing three movies at one time but it it, it helps with continuity if you're doing it because you aren't thinking well what were we doing three right. years right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right to do this you know so you have that as well and you know it's it, it, it just really you don't really have to worry helps. about recasting you know yeah you, right. you don't have yeah. to worry about that you don't have to worry about well um, where's this story going? Like you know where the story is going because right. I mean you, you just think about how many times a, a script is rewritten. You know, even for the first movie uh, of something coming through. Well, if you already have all three scripts pretty much set up, yeah, it's it's much easier to foreshadow. It's you know, and, and to build this line to where things are building to each other. In this series, and I know, like, yeah, you had the books to build this base, but how many times have you seen stuff just, like, go off the rails, you know, after, you know, because they they didn't have the foresight to build bridges that were not putting themselves into corners and things like that through through whatever story they were trying to tell? Yeah, I mean the the years they were being released into theaters like those were those were some good yeah. years man
2: uh something to look forward to that and, like that build up that anticipation uh kind of like the infinity war to end game you got that with lord yeah. of the rings you knew that there was going to be another movie to kind of complete the the previous and you actually you got to look forward to something and it yeah. it kind of it added to the experience that uh we we get by going to the movies and it really built on that, so it's it's good to, it's good to see, and uh, I, I we will be doing a a Lord of the Rings uh,
0: rewatch. Uh, I know I will be soon. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if we could find the time to do it, it'd be it'd be good for sure. So, boys, listen. This was a great discussion, great conversation. I mean, our top three uh, movie franchises of all time. I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, as we wrap up here, two things I've noticed. That neither of us have uh, said we're in our top three or even our honorable mentions that I feel like we probably need to say something because there's going to be somebody who's mad that we didn't include anything from Star Wars. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah,
0: you're right. Or from Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, actually,
2: Harry Potter was in consideration. Uh, And it's a long – it's a big series. It's a a big series. It is – um, and I mean, it, it was it was a definitely a, a national world phenomenon. Yeah. Like it was it was it was up there. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like the other franchises. <laughs> Not uh, saying we have to explain yeah, ourselves. Yeah, no, no. I feel yeah. like the other franchises like added more to. Um, I guess. I don't know our our
1: viewership. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't, like these are I, our I, lists. Yeah, I put Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah. I put Rush Hour exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, So it's like it's it's our favorites. Our favorites. Yeah, our favorites. yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I think is really important because for me, like when it came down to it, there were so many franchises to look at. that when I really had to get down to it, I had to see how do these make me feel like the, the like how they what time in my life were they affecting you know things like that the like you really have to get into like how these. Movies, you know, and that's why it's so interesting with the way movies affect people is because, you know, where you're in your life can vastly change, you know, your your idea of how good of a movie is. Like, for example, I don't know, like um, you watching, for example, maybe you watching Logan hit you even harder because you have a daughter, like seeing yeah, that great point, that relationship affects you more because you have that. Uh, a connection already in your life and you know the, the, just the way people feel about certain things and for, for me i think for like with harry potter i enjoyed reading the books more than i re- enjoyed the movies i really enjoyed the movies and i know that's a very cliche th- thing to say that you enjoyed the book more than the movie but like for the most part when it came to the book coming out i really i anticipated reading the book when it first came out more than I anticipated when the movies came out. Um, But they were still, they were really good and it was fun watching, you know, the story go along and it was fun, you know, you know, seeing the story go uh, play out. But, you know, I don't know, maybe it was because I kind of knew where it was already going and it didn't stray lots of times. Very, very far away from the book. Um that it, it was kind of like I already knew it was gonna happen for in Harry Potter. Yeah,
0: we don't have to defend ourselves. Yeah. It's okay. I'm just saying like too noticeable like yeah, those I, are I huge, noticed that huge ones. Yeah. like there's definitely at least somebody who's gonna listen and be like, that's bull crap that not for one sure. of them had yeah. Star yeah. Wars or Harry Potter. Yeah, so. I mean but in Rush Hour makes it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's fine. I'll embrace that. I'm the guy who doesn't like old movies, so that's you, why I, you don't. You really <laughs> don't.
1: And it, it's I don't it's rewatch
0: to... Star Wars. Sorry,
1: I don't know. They've had eight movies come <laughs> out since 1999.
0: No, no, yeah, and I like those ones, just the old ones that are boring. Wow, I'm just wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now he really, li- he really doesn't mean that. <laughs> Should no, I no, edit no, no. that? <laughs> Should I cut you that just out? Get that out of there. <laughs> I know you like Empire Strikes <laughs> no, no, no. Back. I yeah, do. Exactly. I don't totally yeah. mean that. I'm mostly yeah. just exaggerating because it's late. Okay, boys, let's get let's wrap this up. All right. Um, any recommendations for y'all before we get out of here? It's okay to say uh, no. I want to
2: piggyback on yours uh, from the previous. Oh, I got pod. you. I got you. Did, dude. I? You you recommended Ted Lasso, and at that point, I would only seen episode one. But then I started. Dude, Ted Lasso is, it's good. It's really, really good. It is good. So good. Yeah, it is so good. Uh, like it. It was one of those where like I I started watching like episode two, and it was around like maybe like ten o'clock at, at night, and I was watching it just on my phone. And then next thing I know, I look up, and it's, like, 2.30, and I've gone through, like, seven yeah, episodes. You're not
0: careful. Dude, it you. is
2: such a good show. Damn. I'm so looking forward to Ted Lasso Season 2. Well, we may, You and I may have to do, like, a Ted Lasso podcast because, okay. dude, it is right. such a good show. It's good. I, here's,
0: yeah. a, here's the thing. I saw someone on Twitter just randomly tonight. It, the, the lady said, does anybody have any good, clean, fun shows they recommend? Kind of like Ted Lasso, but not Ted Lasso because I just watched Ted Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. (laughs) I miss Ted Lasso. That was the tweet. Like, just how much this person loved
2: it. I'm sad that I I finished all of it in one run. But I'm also sad that I finished – that I didn't get on board while it was currently running because, like – it is such a truly incredible it's show. It's and, really good. And you won't know exactly what I'm talking about until you actually start watching yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, just the character is amazing. And it's mostly
0: clean. God. It's pretty clean. Yeah, like, for the most part. Yeah. yeah for, there's, it,
2: obviously, the British humor in there is going sure, to sure. stray that. But, but dude, the, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Such a phenomenal show. Season 2 coming out in 2021. Be ready. Be hmm. ready. Because I am going to be mentioning that... A lot for sure. just, Justin's <laughs>
0: gonna want to do uh, episode breakdowns. <laughs>
1: I honestly, I, I'm, I'm thinking
0: about it now, I'm planning it out in my head <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's good, man. It's really good.
1: Shino, right. you got anything? Um, no, not really. Um, I mean, I really, I tell you, the truth, I really do want to watch Ted Lasso. It's just hard because I don't really like have any connection with Apple TV, Like, I don't think about Apple TV. I can get on to Apple TV. But I just like it is one of those it's one of those streaming services. There's like a billion of them now. And like, about Paramount it is, Plus? Yes. Oh man.
2: <laughs> what a joke. What about Disco- what, a joke.
1: what about Discover Plus? Yeah. yeah. Discovery
0: like, Plus, Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Quibi? Remember, did we talk about Quibi on the podcast? Yes we time? did.
1: Briefly. Yes. For a moment. <laughs> um, we talked about, we talked longer on the podcast than it was alive. So wow. Oh <laughs> gosh. All right. Yeah. I'd, I don't have any recommendations,
0: but, again, tonight's conversation was really good. For all of our listeners, thank you. If you're still here, again, thank you so much for listening. And please follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. Please subscribe to the podcast and review it wherever you're listening. Um, yeah, and just thank you so much for joining us for another great conversation. We hope that our lists uh, didn't offend you in any way and that you really enjoyed our conversation. conversation. So – With that in mind, once again, from my good buddies, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants.